everybody. We're on episode two of Coming Hot into the Box with Slice and Carnage. Dose. I almost broke your shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way to start the episode. I am Carnage. I am Slice. Destructor of things. Destructor of the things. I just like, I feel like I need to put my elbow somewhere, but I can't. So it's just, it's just a weight. I'm chicken winging it right now. Yeah, please do not destroy my mug, my mug collection. I'm sorry, I won't won't destroy your mug collection. They're in a weird place. They are not. They're in a kitchen. We are, we are in a weird place. (laughs) They're on a wall. (laughs) Because they're pretty. They are pretty. You do such a good job with your pottery. Yeah, but that's like, those aren't mine. Those aren't mine. <laughs> oh, you could have. You totally could have. But I mean, it. all the dishes that we see on the shelf here. Are those oh, are mine. but those are also pretty. Yeah, there we go. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> Left turn pottery sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are coming to you from my kitchen today. Because Connecticut has decided to be the devil's armpit. Yeah, the devil's armpit. However, I feel I, I like to use the term, you know, hot as balls. Yeah, it's hot as balls. Hot as balls because why we gotta bring religion we're into just, it. We're just we're just a couple of hot balls sitting <laughs> in a living room. <laughs> yeah, we're actually in a kitchen though, not in a living room. Oh damn it. <laughs> we're doing good. We're off to a great I start. was it was like hopeful. Yeah. That's where my that's where my brain went. It was yeah. like if I just if I put it out into the universe, it's gonna come true. <laughs> Yeah, we are recording on a Friday uh, afternoon after our work week is done, and this is what you get, folks. Yeah, you get complete and total brain fried. It's just we're both spent. Yes, we mentally. Are. Yeah, we are yeah. mentally, not so much physically, which is a shame. Yeah, because we've been on break. Yeah, we've been on break for a couple weeks now. Yes. And we go back on Tuesday. Yes, we do. I'm excited. Because you're coaching. I'm not. I know my, because Tuesdays are our endurance days and I am going to die. Um. Yeah, because we, yes, yes, that's, that's, yes, that's true. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% aware that I'm going to die on Tuesday. <laughs> Based on our last performance at the bout. People need some endurance, and we've we're off for three weeks, so we're not going to do some real heavy hitting after three weeks. We've got to get some, get a, shake the cobwebs out. So we'll be doing a lot of skating and agility, and yeah, it's going to be good. Everybody's going to love it. They're going to hate me, but they're going to love it. I'll be in skates too. That's true, but I won't be. You know, I'll be. You watching. won't do the actual <laughs> endurance part when you're like, yes, I will. You, I usually do. Okay, the three times that I've been on skates, <laughs> I was gonna I've say, done it. Maybe like I call it shenanigans. Oh, untrue. I call shenanigans. Nope, nope, nope. I never shenanig. I never shenan. Shenan. I never shenan. Shenanigans. (laughs) Okay, so folks, you're here to listen uh, to things and... Yeah, you are. (laughs) (laughs) So this episode is going to be about the where and the why, like where we are now and how we feel about where we are now in our roller derby journey. And why is derby so great? Like, why are people so really passionate about the roller derby sport and community? All very good questions. I think they are good questions. I, it's almost like we we wrote those questions. <laughs> It's almost like we planned it's those It's almost things. like we planned this episode and wrote that down. It's almost like we've done this uh, before. <laughs> <laughs> things got so bad yesterday. Oh my gosh, we're ridiculous. Yeah, we tried to record yesterday. We did record it. We, 
we recorded a whole episode. We did, and it was we. This morning, I woke up to a "Hey" text message, which is not something I get often from Slice. And you all know that when you get the "Hey," <laughs> it's a very loaded text. And I, this morning, you sent it like late last night. I did. I was thinking about it as I was like going to sleep. I yeah. was like, no. I'm not, I don't even want to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I had felt that way as we were packing up. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't think that sounded good. <laughs> and, you know, I am, I'm a wishful person. Yes, you are. You're a pinnacle of positivity. I am. I, you know, I am a firm believer in the um, laws of attraction. Mm, agreed. You know, and if you put it out into the world, you put positivity out into the world, you'll get it back. I agree I'm a, with that. I'm a huge believer in that. And so I try to be that way. And last night, I was really thinking about our podcast and what we want our po- podcast to be. And yesterday, wasn't it? It was, we went, we, we went too serious. Like, I think we did get too serious. We got too serious. And I was like, I was thinking, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to be that. It was a good conversation. It was, a, we had a great conversation and it, but it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it didn't need to be shared. <laughs> <laughs> so today is take two. Take two. Take two of episode two. And I just had repairs done to my car and it cost me $222. So it is, it's all coming together. Wouldn't it be great if today was Tuesday? Oh, oh. <laughs> if only the planets had aligned. Oh my god! If only it was Tuesday. We're gonna pretend it's Tuesday. It's I'm doing Tuesday. it <laughs> today on this gorgeous, hot Tuesday. In what month is it? July. It's July. It's July. <laughs> so, um, we are introducing a new segment uh, that we're uh, going to be doing on occasion. It's called our official review. Official review. Our official review. And this is where we make corrections <laughs> on the previous podcast. Yes. Yeah. Slice, I hear that. Are you calling it official review? I'm calling it official review on myself because I told everybody that I started roller derby in 2001, which would have made me... I was 15 years old in 2001. I knew nothing about roller derby, so... And it was really before roller derby was even in the area by like... Really? Yeah. So I meant to say 2021. I figured everybody <laughs> got that when we were talking about COVID and the dark times. Uh, it, I didn't catch it until I was editing our uh, previous episode. And I was like, you know what? It is what it is. All right. So I am reviewing your official review. I'm going to go talk to um, my my team here. My team being my dogs. Nippet. Nippet and Ruby. And Ruby and Nippet. What do you think? Do you think that we could uh, allow her? Does she get to keep her official review? Uh, they say yes. So yes. Thank you for that, Slice. And also, we did get... Um, an email from a listener on our first we episode. Did. Can I do a shout out to this listener? Absolutely. Because I love this listener so, so much. This listener is my little. And I don't know if every league has it, but I think a lot of leagues have it where you have, you know, I know it used to be called Big Sisters, Little Sisters. Um, but in our league, we just call it Bigs and Littles. And Barry, Barry I'm Alive, is my little. And they are the best. They are the type of person on your birthday who make everybody wear orange shirt that say, uh, what was it? Pumpkin Slice fan? Yeah, Pumpkin Slice number one fan. Uh, and, or like, uh, 
team. There's, I can't remember what they all said, but um, Barry is just delightful. And I love them. They are great. And they sent us our very first email. They did. <laughs> the title of this email is actually called A Delightful Show. <gasps> what? Ours? Yes. I know. It's crazy. Oh, stop it. Get out of here. <laughs> we are a delight. <laughs> I'm blushing. We are a goddamn delight. <laughs> Dear Miss Slice and Miss Carnage, your show certainly is a hoot and a holler. The two of you have such great banter and a fun sense of humor. I was laughing along with you the whole time. I can't wait for the next episode to see where the show goes. Now, back in my day, I got into roller derby because I had just moved to Connecticut and was looking to make friends. I had always wanted to learn how to skate, but I had never put on a pair of skates before going to recruitment night. I had such a blast. I signed up right away and have been skating ever since. Your number one fan, Grandpa Barry. Thank you, Grandpa Barry. That was so lovely. I love Grandpa Barry. We call Grandpa Barry Grandpa Barry instead of Barry him alive right now because they just got a new cell phone that I'm legit going to buy for my parents. <laughs> I think I might buy it for my mom. It is the most grandpa phone you've ever seen. Yeah. Ima- <laughs> it does not have the internet on it. No. Imagine imagine a uh kindle you know the the paper the paper kindle the one that has like the paper white just imagine that in like a square that fits in your hand that looks like a toy and it's gray yep and everything's everything's gray gray. the whole thing is gray (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what this one is it's ridiculous isn't it called like light lightning or lighter not lighter I don't know. I, I'm actually making shit up at this point. I don't know. Anyway, it's crazy. And we made fun of them the last time we had bad movie night. And so now they're Grandpa Barry. Yeah. Thanks, Grandpa Barry. Thanks, Grandpa Barry. Thank you for our first fan email and telling us about your Derby origin story. Yeah, everybody, be sure to send us your Derby origin story. Give us the deets. Yeah, we want to know. Yeah. You can send it to comminghotintothebox at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website. <gasps> we have one of those now. We do have one of those. Oh, it's so exciting. Oddly enough, coming hot into the box was a domain that was available. <laughs> Crazy. Who would have freaking known? You know, we I, I would like to think of this as we got a one up on the creepers out there. We did. We won. Hell yeah. We win against the creepers. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take yep. the W. Yep, we're gonna take the W. We're gonna put it on the wall. Win. Win. We win. We get one this week. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of which, can we just talk about the genius that is pumpkin slice right now? That's me. Yeah, it's you. Do you know why you're a genius? No. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Okay. All right. You're a genius because I woke up one morning this week and you had put out um, a post on social media calling our fans or our followers hot boxers. Hot boxers. And I immediately laughed out loud legitimately. And I was just like, oh, that is perfect. And then it made me a little like, because your brain, where does your brain go? Your brain goes everywhere with it. I mean, where does your brain go with coming hot into the box? Exactly. When I told my dad what my episode was, what my podcast was and what we're calling it, 
he immediately did like a spit take type of like, (laughs) well, that's not where my head went first. And I'm like, okay, but I don't need to. I don't. Thanks, dad. Thanks, dad. Thanks, Thanks, uh, dad. Yeah. But uh, he thought that that was quite funny. And but I thought hot boxers was was hilarious. Thank you. You could be thinking of like some hot boxer, like an actual boxer. Yeah. Or you could think about somebody being hot in boxers mm-hmm. or also you could just think of our fans and i hot love boxers. that <laughs> hot boxers <laughs> isn't that the term when you are in a small confined space and you're you're smoking weed with somebody oh and a hot box you hot, hot box. box yeah uh yeah isn't we, that call what it that is? cl- we call it a clam bake is it clam bake? i thought it was hot boxing it could be, yeah. Hey, I mean, I've definitely done it. <laughs> but, you know, maybe in New England, we call it clam bake. I don't know. I'm not hip to the Hot terms, boxing. obviously, because since I started calling you an elder millennial, Ugh. which did not go well with anyone born in that time frame <laughs> yes, who has contacted me. Listen, okay, hear, hear me out. No, you got called out. Hear me out, though. Mm-mm. Why would you settle for Zenial, when you could be the grunge generation. <laughs> but you are the grunge generation. I mean, yeah, we're the grunge generation. So why settle for gen- for Zenial? Because Zenial is it, not everybody loves grunge. But you money. are the grunge. I, I, if I were of the generation. I don't make the rules here. This is just well, what. Well, clearly oh. everybody in your generation made up a word. <laughs> They 100% did it. Some fancy, dancy doctor no, researchers did. No. No, don't. I, it's, it's Zennial. Let's just move on. I am a Zennial. I'm not an elder millennial. I'm not a grunge millennial. Like Not grunge millennial. Oh, Let's just grunge? grunge? The grunge generation. Why wouldn't you want to be the grunge generation? I mean, we already are, but like technically like you need to have proper names for things i would go with grunge i wouldn't go with zennial well you know okay you call me a grunger i'm gonna call you a grunger (laughs) see and that's why that's why we're not called the grunge generation because nobody wants to be a grunger (laughs) everybody wants to be a grunger if you want to be a grunger please email us (laughs) at coming hot into the box at (laughs) gmail.com Please, you can save that email. It's fine. I'm going to read it online. I'm going to read it online. You're fine. Yeah, fine. I will. So um, getting into the meat of this episode here. The meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes. I could go for some potatoes. I could go for some potatoes. I had potatoes for lunch. I probably shouldn't. I didn't have potatoes for lunch, so I could eat potatoes. It's the Irish, the Irish in me. It's always the Irish. It's the Irish in me. I just can eat any type of potato. I love potatoes. They're so great. I don't know what I would do without potatoes. I would probably cry. I'd probably die. I would also probably die. Yeah. I mean, I live off of potatoes. Yeah, me too. Anyway... (laughs) so slice this is your first season skating this is my first season skating this is my first season well it's my first season playing playing correct not skating this is a year two for me skating legitimately as we talked about last week when i said i had no idea how to skate when i first started yep and and look at you now i was very ambitious (laughs) and you've been rostered for several games i have been rostered for several games and i also went and i i played against hard with uh, the New Jersey Vixens. Yeah. And that was really fun. And that was a great experience. Yeah, it's been great. I yeah. love it. I yeah. just I just want to play more. I want to play all the time. It's uh it's ridiculous. The Derby Bug just gotcha. It 
did. It got you and it snuggled up to you. And it's also like the more the more I play, the more I understand what's going on. <laughs> that happens, yeah. 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 The chaos starts slowing down a little bit and I'm like, oh, okay, this is all starting to make sense. Yeah. Yeah, versus a... Uh, and yeah. really, as we all know in the derby community, roller derby isn't like the easiest game to follow or understand it's it's really not there's There's this new thing going on uh, going around on like socials about like what an what like is this picture a multiplayer block yes and it's like shit what like are you fucking serious (laughs) i'm we're gonna oh god this is a problem (laughs) so i that's something i'm looking into low-key on the side because i'm like i legitimately thought that it was you couldn't link side to side correct same and i didn't know about the whole like tango thing of grass being but it's a whole thing it's it's the grass like if they were just like hand to hand apparently it's the grasp it's the grasping part and i didn't know that it's always the grasp when we first were learning this new technique in derby i mean this is going back like six years when you went from a four wall defense to tripod defense and using Barbie hands, like mm-hmm. having like your hands just straight out. You do not curve. No Kung Fu grip on that motherfucker. Mm. You just straight Barbie hands. Which is such a bummer because my hands like just like naturally curve all the time. So I think everybody's and It's just like, <laughs> and there's times where I've been called on a multiplayer where I'm not grasping. It just looks like from their point of view that I am. Right. Where I'm like, ah, damn it. So yeah, Barbie hands. That's a good idea. I should probably do that. <laughs> just like, like, robot. Just robot hands. Robot hands. Which I'm sure is something you're immediately going to think of when you're in that chaos no i forget everything that i've learned in that chaos so with your first season you're we're about more than halfway through our first season Mm -hmm. how are you feeling about it like it does it is it meeting your expectations exceeded your expectations that you had going into the season it definitely exceeds my expectations there's a there's a lot that i'm doing right now that i never thought i would be able to do and I mean, I am a big girl and I have always been a big girl. So the fact that I can get my big girl body into some skates and play a full contact sport is just amazing to me. And it's the fact that I'm, I seem to be doing okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's been fun. I've, and like I said before, the more I do it, the more I want to do more. Yeah, you know what's what's great is just in case you weren't aware, I've actually had vet skaters come up to me and be like, "Slice is really great out on the track. Like she's very stable and she's, she's just where you need her to be." So you've gotten a lot of people have actually come up to me and said that. Oh, thanks, everybody. <laughs> it's great. See, my imposter syndrome just goes, "Oh, they're just being nice." <laughs> <laughs> but if they're coming up to me independently without any prompting, no, they're. Being nice. Oh, they're just being nice. Okay, they're so just being nice. Not be true. They're just being nice. It's definitely not true. It's just people being nice. It's just everybody being nice. <laughs> That's legitimately what I thought because um, my very first bout, I got MVP blocker, and I legitimately was just like, oh, they just like my pants. <laughs> <laughs> They just really like my pants and they just they just wanted me to have this award because my pants are just because they like your pants. It's just my pants. (laughs) Well, you know what? Who else does that? Pez. Pez will who's a skater on our league. What's up, Pez? Pez dispense her. Pez dispenser. Her and I her and I will talk about the bout after it's done and and she has gotten MVP quite a bit this season. And she's like, I just, it's just because I'm nice to them. It's just because I'm nice to them on the, on the line. And I'm like, I mean, 
yeah, I'm sure you are very nice to them on the line. You're a very nice person, but like also you kick a lot of ass. <laughs> She's so funny. I've never seen somebody jam with a smile on their face the entire time. <laughs> entire time. She's ridiculous. I love her. She's like a little star that sparkles out there, on the There's track. never a moment where she's not smiling. It's true. There's so many pictures of her just smiling and jamming and doing amazing things. There's big hearts for Pe- Pez. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's um that's where I'm at. And my yeah. derby journey. I'm just first season learning a lot. Yeah. Doing the things. Yeah. Not dying. Not dying. Yeah. Which was my mantra. Like the first game was I was just out on the track to myself the entire time. Just don't die. Don't die. Don't die. Don't die. Don't die. Don't die. (laughs) It didn't show at all. You ended up winning MVP. (laughs) Again, they liked my pen. (laughs) I was so proud of you. I was, I think a little tear. It's like a little tear. It happened. No, stop it. It's true. Stop it. Hey, Carnage. Hey, Slice. Hey, let's talk about your current derby journey. Yours is a little bit different than mine. It sure is. Yeah, my my derby journey has been an interesting one. I have been involved with derby for going... It'll be 12 years in October, and I have only skated two full seasons and skated two half seasons. So like three seasons total. Right. But like they were all spread out. That is a long spread. It's a weird spread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like skate one season, get injured, come back, skate the remaining part of a season, coach for three years, take two years off, come back, skate, practice, and skate a full season and then COVID, and then come back and bout for two bouts and then get injured. But then also we just didn't have any more games after that. Yeah, we only had... I think we had two. We had a scrimmage and a game. Correct. And I played in both of them and it was unwise (laughs) because my knee was too fucked up. But anyway, and then I had surgery and then I... And now I'm coaching. So right now I am coaching and in physical therapy from my knee surgery. I am on skates now, which is so wonderful. Like jubilant, I think is the word. Does it feel weird skating with somebody else's knee? Yes. But Hermione Terry which is what I call my knee because some very generous donor, uh, I have a cadaver or a donor, uh, ACL, uh, and we've all named it Hermione Terry. (laughs) (laughs) And, but honestly, it's actually kind of weird and I'll, maybe I'll save that story for a next episode, but like, I, I do feel like this knee, this was supposed to be for me. So I I have, I have very, I don't know what the word is, but I, like, I was meant to have this, this ligament, like this, I feel the energy of the person who it was, like, in there. Mm. I know. It sounds very hokey pokey. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe, Maybe it's Maybe knee. Maybe. Oh, n- Boo. No, I refuse. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'm keeping um, it in. Yeah, but I something always keeps me coming back to coaching. Like it just is the way that things have gone for me in my derby career. Like it just brings me back to coaching. But I love skating so much. And not that I don't skate when I'm coaching, but it's not the same mm-hmm. as being a skater and I love being a skater don't get me wrong I miss playing a lot 
Um, but I have to be realistic with my body and I can't have another knee surgery. <laughs> yeah, there's too, yeah. Can't. It's just too much. So there's um, not enough knees. There's not enough knees in the world. Stop taking. Stop taking all the knees. I I have two, and I can't take more. <laughs> but I've also started to ref as well, and been through like a ref training course. But I feel like that's definitely helped with my coaching. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're an amazing coach. Oh, thank you. You're Welcome. And I'm not just being nice. I really do think you're an amazing coach. No, I think you're just being nice. <laughs> it's your pants. <laughs> it is my pants. It's your pants. It's just... Well, I did buy those Kraken pants, those octopus pants. You bought the octus- octopus pants. Yep, yep, to wear for the bout. So our team um, in our league... Uh, Shoreline Roller Derby. Our team is the Kraken Skulls. So we have octopi or octopuses. I think it is just octopuses and krakens and krakens are technically squids. Okay, well then never mind. I don't know what to tell you. I could. They're tentacles. They're te- Yes, I have tentacle pants. Tentacle pants, which is fine because that works for both octopus and squids. And not to be confused with tentacle porn. Never to be confused with tentacle porn. <laughs> ever. Never confuse anything ever with tentacle porn. Yeah, please. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Stop it. I'm just... Uh, take a newspaper and roll it up and hit yourself in the head with it. Because you're wrong. <laughs> but I, I do enjoy coaching a lot. And... Um, I think I'm a pretty good coach. I think you're a great coach. I think you bring a lot and a lot of information. I think you do a good job at letting us talk through scenarios that need to be talked through because we have, I'm not the only person on the league where this is our, my first season. Yeah. Um, my ride or die, um, Alanis more upset 1995. Yeah. 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 Um, you ought to know. <laughs> This is also her first season. Yeah. So we need a lot of stuff broken down for us because there's a lot of stuff and terms and stuff that we have no idea what anybody's talking about. Like, I think only recently did I hear about the term eat the baby. (laughs) And I was like, who's baby? (laughs) Please don't eat the baby. Don't eat any babies. Don't eat any of the babies. (laughs) It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think you... You do agree. And you also have a great counterpart. Absolutely. I would I would be nowhere if I didn't have Grace. I think so. Grace Tenacious G. Tenacious G. Which we never call her that. We always just call her Grace. We just call her Grace. <laughs> uh yeah, without Grace. Like we're we're a good team, mm-hmm. her and I. We balance we we're the yin and the yang. Yeah. You want that stern, you know, let's get shit done. She puts me in timeout. Yeah, she puts people in timeout. But that's only if they hit their head. That's true. And I will just give you a look, like, and, you and a shake of the head. Terrified. You know, when I first started doing contact, your facial expressions gave me anxiety because every time I fell, you were just like, <gasps> <laughs> like, like a true derby mom. And it was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Stop I it. can't help my face. My face just does its own thing. You're, and that's why you shouldn't ref. <laughs> Why is so many people saying this? There is legitimately a picture of you just smiling when somebody got lead jammer well, for our team. Well, it was her first time ever getting lead jammer. You're, you're supposed to be Switzerland. I am, but this was a really special moment. Your face can is not able to be Switzerland. That's untrue. If I I will fake it till I make it. No, I Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> so 
for the folks of you out there curious, I whatever my brain is feeling, whatever my brain says in my brain, whatever the inner monologue is, is completely trans telegraphed onto my face. Yeah, one hundred percent. Cannot there's, stop it. There's never a question. I try to stop it. Sometimes I really try to be neutral, but then I just look like I'm constipated. <laughs> Does that just make you think? It makes you look like you're thinking too hard. Right. Like, and that's what people be like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. Don't I look fine? Your eyes just get really wide. (laughs) I'm trying to concentrate. So it's true. Like when I do see people fall or like I see them. I mean, I think it's very evident in the videotapes that have been made of our games and the faces that I make during the games (laughs) i think it also shows that you care a lot about the people on your team i do because you your face genuinely shows love for everybody on the team i think that's great yeah because i do genuinely feel love i can't fake shit no i can't lie i can't fake things very well i'm not very good at it and i don't really want to so why bother so why bother so it's like only do the things you're good at (laughs) and mine is just being very straightforward which sometimes just gets me in trouble but that's hey that's a story for another i love bluntness i would rather somebody be completely blunt with me than try to to fake anything yes yes i am a fan yeah just tell me now yeah shady shit makes me uncomfortable yeah Mm. lying and shady shit make me not happy yeah i get positivity put positive things out into the world that's right it'll come back to you yeah that's right like a boomerang yeah just make sure it doesn't whap you in the face what happens if you are whapped in the face with pure positivity i think you'd get a bruise (laughs) a war wound a war wound that's what i call my bruises when i tell my son that oh my gosh so actually side story because i work in retail and i have to deal with clients and when i play when i'm actually playing roller derby in the summer it looks like i'm an abused person (laughs) because i have bruises all up and down my arms from like people's death grip on my (laughs) arms and like blocking tripods and everything and i would have to try to sneak into the conversation early when dealing with a client because i typically deal with clients for like months at a time that i'll sneak in like oh Oh, yeah and I play roller derby <laughs> and they'll be and like I've had legit like two people say to me like oh thank god like I'm so happy to hear that because I I was gonna try to like talk to you about like options for like oh no like I wanted to make sure you were safe at home I'm like oh heavens I am very safe at you're, home you're the safest I am so safe my husband is the bipolar opposite of yeah, an same. abusive same. husband yeah <laughs> Our, our husbands are chill. They're almost the same person. It's weird. It is very strange. <laughs> our husbands are very similar. It's just weird. <laughs> but we will talk more about Derby Widows at another time. <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, sorry. So, Slice, why do you think Derby... I, I don't... I should say... I should start off by saying that I don't have a basis for comparison for any other sport. Like, I'm not sure what's like football leagues are like and pick up baseball games and volleyball and all that stuff. I'm not sure what all that is, but I feel like roller derby is a little bit unique in that it has a subculture that is fascinating and welcoming and wonderful. And I, 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 I'm going to venture to say, I don't think that there are many other sports out there like that. I, I think you're right. 
Um, I've only been ever been part of any other sport was like baseball. And it's I think it's because with such popular sports like baseball and football, you have minor leagues and major major leagues and stuff like that. But for derby, there's so little of us that, you know, it is a possibility for your team to become a big deal in the roller derby community if you just practice enough and get really good at what you do right so it's you know being really good at this sport is tangible Mm -hmm. in our community and i think that's one thing that kind of separates us out from other sports that are a little bit bigger than ours i also think because other sports are corporately funded or sponsored i mean yes that you can have the pickup you know have your local baseball team that you just play pickup games and maybe you have like a bit of a season but you're not practicing all year round for your baseball but even those teams are sponsored you know like a lot of them are like work teams yeah right right so i think because derby is like skater sponsored skater run skater owned i think that really goes far with the atmosphere that it creates i agree you know and i do think that you know with mainstream sports let's put it that way that there's a lot of competition Mm-hmm. within the team to be the very best and i totally get that too that that happens in derby and that there are definitely teams and leagues out there where it's like i want to be the very best but you are you are nothing without your team in Absolutely. derby i mean you could be the best jammer in the world but if you don't have great blockers or good blockers or any blocker <laughs> you know like it's true. that's that makes your job a hell of a lot harder mm-hmm. so i do feel like that has a lot to do with it. I agree. Yeah. We're we're I think we are a very unique community. I think it's also the the type of people that our sport attracts. Yes. Is agreed. very unique, very open mm-hmm. uh to a lot of things. Yep. Um not to say that derby is perfect, but we're definitely a more open type of sport than a lot of other sports. Yes. Um, and even more recently getting more open. There's a lot of mixed teams out there, um, yep. gender wise. I know at Shoreline we we take all genders. No, all gender. Which I think is great. Yeah. You know, I think it doesn't change the rules. Right. Doesn't really change the gameplay. Right. I can see where some people might be uncomfortable if they have like some sort of trauma, but it's you're you're never far from another league. That's true. You know, if you're not comfortable within the league you're in, you can always just go like not that far to another one. However, I do feel that is very true for us in this area in New England and mm-hmm. Northeast, where they like I could drive to three leagues right now if I wanted to. Yeah, you know. But when you're out in maybe Iowa or Oklahoma. We had a visiting skater. I think she was from Nebraska and she came in and she was like, oh, my God, you guys have like so many people here. (laughs) And I was like, she's like, yeah, we maybe could pull together like eight people. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I think when you start getting out in. That's fair. That's fair. But not to not to to quibble with you certainly to quibble with me i'm certainly not quibbling with you um but i will i do think that the the people that derby attracts really does set the tone for the subculture and and how fascinating and just awesome it is when i found derby i found myself like i was like oh oh these people are like me 
mm-hmm. this is wonderful. Like I, fa- I finally found my my people, and in fact, my my best friend from high school. When she like we talked about me joining Derby, and like she came to my first game, and she's like, "I'm just so happy that you finally found your people." Aww. I mean, it took me decades to find that because I was like 32, one or two when that happened, and it was like, oh, yeah, like it was really awesome, and the fact that it doesn't matter what size you are. Like I'll, I'll have people who are like, Oh, you play roller derby. Oh, I could never do that. And it's like, why? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's legitimately zero reason. I am the biggest advocate for that because when people are like, Oh, I can't do that. It's like, we have a person on our league who's 66. Right. We have, I, you know, I'm a big girl and I can get out there and I can do it. There's other big girls in the yep. roller derby celebrates big girls. Yeah, they do. If you're a big girl <laughs> and you got a booty, you need to be on the track. It's a celebration of body positivity. It's I 100% have the same feeling of like, I found my people in derby. I found my body confidence in derby. I wear crop tops now yeah. and I never used to do that. Like I've never, and and before I joined Derby, I never wore tank tops. And that's literally all I wear now. <laughs> You're wearing one right I now. I am. I am. I always wear tank tops. And my tank tops have grown exponentially <laughs> over the last two years because it's just, I just want to be comfortable. And I just, I'm happy with my body. I'm really proud of everything that it's done yeah. in the last two years, doing things I never thought it would do. So it's just. Isn't that just the I best? I love it. I, I, I love it. Maybe that's why uh, I uh, decided to help you make a podcast. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah. And, you know, just being around like I grew up in the town that we're, we're currently recording in. And it is I mean, it was very it's very white, middle class, middle to low class, <laughs> lots of low class. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, a lot of middle class people white and like I just didn't get the experience of different cultures and different demographics like it was that's everybody's polish or french like that's it like Mm -hmm. there's nothing else we we could i could tell you the names of the families of people of color in my town growing up like that's how few there were um and so when i found derby because i was just like wow oh that's like okay like i just i felt like a sponge like i just wanted to learn everything and i was like wow you oh you're gay oh you're trans oh you're bisexual like oh shit i'm bisexual everyone's a little bit gay yeah everybody's a little bit gay like it's just and actually i'll never forget like uh I, I was coordinating dog care with my parents when I very first started Derby and I was because I was staying at a friend's house because we were going to a game out like far in the state like it would have taken a long time for me to get back home. So I coordinated just staying over at my friend's house and my dad's like, what are you a lesbian now? And I'm like, no, but like, so like <laughs> just because I'm staying over a friend's house. And, but she's you know. my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> that that we've lived together for 10 years and we have a dog together but she's just my roommate <laughs> but i mean that was way back i say that way back and it feels like yesterday that was way back in like 2011 12 mm. i think 2012 and uh yeah it just it's wonderful to see how the the 
the sport has become more inclusive and really makes strides to be more inclusive. And when people fuck up within the organization, like they get called out and things, things, people work to making it better. Right. Yeah. Oh, bless social media for calling people out when they've done dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag bonus. Hashtag bonus. (laughs) But like also the yeah the support and the camaraderie that was felt after what happened there I think was was telling for how mm-hmm. the sport is and how the people are within the sport and I think that's what keeps keeps me coming back and you know it's that cliche that I said before and I'll say again and I'll continue to say but like roller derby did save my soul like it was something that I didn't know I was missing and once I got it I was like oh shit yes yeah that's that's what I needed. I feel that. I feel that exact sentiment. (laughs) So even when I did get derby burnout, you know, in 2016, it was the first thing that I thought of when I really needed to help myself again. It wasn't anything else. It was like, I need to just go back to derby again. And my husband. Also, the derby burnout could also be is, you know, um, being part of like a toxic environment, too. Yeah, it could be because of that. I'm not necessarily saying that's what happened to me. I think there was a lot of things or certain situations that happened that, Mm -hmm. you know, growing leagues make mistakes and people make mistakes within the league. And but I'm not, you know, there's no reason for any one particular person for my burnout. It was just like I gave it all for I went so hard for so long. Mm hmm. And I, it kind of lost the fun for me. Right. It's like turning your hobby into work. Yeah. And it was very much like that. Yeah. And that's like when I talked to my husband about coming back to Derby, he was just like, I support you, but I'm very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I understand, but I'm going into it with a different set of eyes. Like I, I, I grew up and I got better and and I just looked at it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And now it's just about fun. It's yeah. important to have fun. Well, my husband said almost something very similar when I started Derby. <laughs> <laughs> I support you, but I am concerned. <laughs> Which totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't hurt yourself. That's that's the very caring nature of a partner. Yeah, like, absolutely. I love you. I support you, but I'm terrified for you. <laughs> please, please don't hurt yourself. Please don't hurt yourself. It really sucks. Yeah, every time somebody like breaks an ankle or something like that and I tell him, he's like, okay. <laughs> you know, and I, 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 going back to what we said about people, um, like there's no reason why people can't do derby. The only thing that whenever I talk about derby and they're like, oh, I would love to do derby. I'd be like, you can do derby. And they're like, no, I am a waitress or I am yeah. a massage therapist or I am a, a hair hairdresser. A hairdresser. I have tried to convince my hairdresser yeah. to join Derby and she's like, I'm on my feet. If I break my ankle, I don't I can't work. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're so- oh. Anyway, um, so we just want to do some general housekeeping now, I think, in that we want to give a shout out to our one download person from Australia. I would just like you can I can't tell you like how much I squeed. Like I was just like it's oh my god. Yeah, I was very excited when we when I saw. I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, we're at 100 downloads. We are ice cream party. Ice cream party. Yeah. yeah. We are. <laughs> <laughs> um it just, you know, we we kind of went into this just like, oh my God, this is a great idea. Let's do this. And it's been really great to see. We ha- we're we at 100 downloads and we've got people downloading from Australia and Canada and Czechia, Czech, Czech, 
Czechia, Czech Czechia. <laughs> Czech, Czech. Sure, Czech, Czech. Please don't be offended. We love you. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and now that we know that we have gone worldwide, we we're will, international sensations. We will try to refrain from talking about only the Northeast of the United States. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a little hard, though. It is going to be a little bit hard. I mean, for our Northeasterns, let's see. uh, Dunkin' Donuts is great. Uh, No, it's not. No, it's not. It's It's really not. not. It's shit coffee. Stop drinking it. It's terrible coffee. It is. You need the flavor. I only drink black coffee, so I cannot drink Dunkin' Donuts I need flavor. (laughs) (laughs) I like my coffee to taste like other things. So you don't like coffee? No, I do, though. Oh, okay. I like coffee-flavored ice cream. <gasps> oh, my God. Maybe that's what we should get. We should get coffee-flavored ice cream for our, <laughs> for our ice cream party. It's true. But as we mentioned earlier today, um, earlier in the episode, not earlier today. Early this fine Tuesday. Early this fine Tuesday, Friday. Uh, <laughs> two Friday. Uh, Slice got our website up and running, comingheartintothebox.com. Um, yep. are, we will be releasing episodes every two weeks starting on July 16th. So that's exciting. Which is when this episode will be dropping. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Yep. Sorry we can't do every week. We're busy. Yeah, we have lives. And while we love it so much and we love doing this, mm-hmm. there are other things. And we just ask that you respect that boundary <laughs> that we have created <laughs> Listen, it's taken a long time for us to create boundaries and not say yes to everything. I, I still suck at it really you badly. You do so bad. <laughs> I do. I'm really good at it. I'm just like, no. Are you though? I have. I've created lots of boundaries for myself. I don't. I don't think I overdo it. I'm. Don't ask my husband. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to ask your husband that because he'll probably say the same of what my husband says. He's like, yeah, I get razzed a lot for the amount of things I volunteer for. Yeah. 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 But. Please check us out on uh, our social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Share this podcast with your friends. Tell everybody. Tell your male person. Definitely tell your male person. Your male person wants to know. Yeah, they totally do. Uh, tell your um, trucker friend who like is cross-country trucker. Yeah. Because they need things to listen to. Yeah, they listen to tons of podcasts. Why not a podcast about roller derby? Right. Loosely about roller derby. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to listen to like this thing that's based on roller derby, but kind of goes off on weird tangents? We go on so many tangents, but I love it. And I I love all the things that we do. (laughs) <laughs> everything we do is everything, everything we do is awesome and uh you're all jealous and <laughs> no you're that's not. really presumptive <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i take it back that's not very positive of me but yeah please like our podcast rate it review it share it subscribe it subscribe to it pat it smack it flip it and rub it down bop it oh gosh are we no twist it no ew no now it's a bad kid's (laughs) toy i don't want it to be that (laughs) all right we all hope that you have a great uh rest of your day and week and i don't know why i'm saying this this is weird we hope you have a good two weeks until you hear our voices again i do hope that people have a good two weeks until we get to be in your ear holes again and make sure you're going out and putting positivity into the world hell yeah yeah absolutely i love the positivity well for now i am carnage and i'm slice and this is coming hot into the box bye bye
Hey, Mom, did you listen to my podcast? What's a podcast? 